I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and I pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. Have you ever taken the time to think about what your definition of success is? I actually looked up the word success in the Oxford Dictionary of Difficult Words just this morning because I think that everyday life can cause you and me to go through the motions, just get so busy, and we forget the simplicity and the beauty of true success. So here it is. Success is the accomplishment of a plan, request, or undertaking. It's also the achievement of what you aim or want to do. In behavior design, we would say that's your aspiration. That's your objective. And sometimes I like to imagine what it would be like for an alien life form to come to Earth and begin learning our definitions of things like success. And it's not really a stretch because you and I were once brand new to this planet, right? Many, many, many moons ago. And we heard words like success for the first time from somewhere or somebody. And it's tempting to and really easy to let the source of that information become the authority. So I'm wondering, have you ever taken the time just for you between you and God to think about what your definition of success really is? And this is Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. And you'll, you'll hear this if you continue to journey with me as a behavior designer, as a Tiny Habits coach. We scale everything down and we make it and keep it tiny. And that's not our idea as researchers and behavior designers. This is actually God's idea for human design. Make it tiny. It's all about the baby steps. Now, this question about success came to mind front of mind for me today after a Bible study where we spent time reading the Old Testament book of Genesis, the story, the testimony of a man named Joseph. Now, his story has been passed down through the generations because of his inspiring perseverance, his discipline, his dedication, and his faith through ongoing great adversity. Joseph was a guy, a young guy. He was 17 when the, the trouble really started coming to the surface, but he was raised in chaos. I mean, his father had two wives, several mistresses. I'm talking several. A couple of his brothers murdered every man in a certain town. They stole everything they could find, and they took the women and the children captive. One of his brothers, Reuben, was sharing a woman with his father, Israel, formerly known as Jacob. And his mother, Joseph's mother, died in childbirth with her second son, Benjamin. I mean, Joseph's family of origin was, how can you, you know, it was a mess, okay? Talk about drama. But Joseph, he was different. Even though he was surrounded and kind of, you know, immersed in all of that chaos and dysfunction from an early age, he figured out who he was and he knew whose he was. In matters of faith, Joseph somehow decided that God's way was right and best, and he chose to walk by faith. I think that's one of the reasons that God gave him 
what we would call big dreams. His everyday life may have been chaotic, but when he closed his eyes to sleep at night, God spoke to him in wondrous ways, and he was blessed with a divine perspective of his worth and value in the eyes of God in this world. And now literally billions of people, myself included, and everyone in our Bible study gathering this morning, millions and billions of people continue to be inspired by Joseph's story. And all that Joseph had to do was believe, be true to who he knew he was, and walk in that faith. And maybe you're familiar with his situation, how things went bad, went from bad to worse, because he was betrayed by his brothers who were very, they were very uh, emotionally abusive to him. And I, I remember reading someplace that the worst bullying happens for many children right there in the family. So things went from bad to worse for him because he was betrayed by his brothers, sold into slavery simply because they were jealous of the dreams that God gave him. And betrayal is always devastating because when people you love and who claim to love you do things that they know are hurting you, it's extremely hard to heal from that, especially if it's ongoing. Now, betrayal is the reason that so many of us in the healing journey stumble. And it's the reason that you and I could be tempted to believe that we're failures and not successful at all. Because it feels like failure to not be valued and to be deceived by people that you love. So success is not something that many trauma survivors like Joseph and me, maybe you have on their minds because the healing choices that we want to make and try to make, they tend to dominate our thinking if we let them. So it seems that Joseph accepted an increase of faith from God because the scripture says in chapter 39, we know that faith is a gift from God, but as with any gift, you have to receive it in order to enjoy it. You know, if somebody gives you a brand new car and you're just like, I'm I'm not good enough for that and I'm not going to drive it, take it away. You don't receive the gift. So faith is the same. If God offers us this measure of faith and if we receive it, then we get to enjoy it. So to me, it appears that Joseph accepted an increase of faith from God. The scripture says in chapter 39, and we are in the Old Testament book of Genesis, it says that even after he was sold into slavery, even as a slave, and I quote, the Lord was with him and he became successful. And in the house of his master, the Egyptian, the master saw that the Lord was with Joseph and how the Lord caused everything he did to prosper. During our conversation this morning, I was blessed to consider by one of the other guests what exactly, the question of what exactly did the master see? This was a man, the master had all the world's riches around him. Anybody who saw him or knew him or heard about him would say, oh, that man's a success. Now, this is a man who physically had no needs. I mean, he owned other people. They were all physically met. But he saw something in Joseph that he could not ignore. Which brings me back to my original question that I pray you'll consider with me today. Maybe like Joseph and like me, you were born into a whirlwind of chaos, trauma, and drama. But when you closed your eyes at night, God showed you a glimpse, a glimmer of how he sees you and his good plans for you. 
Or maybe it was a teacher, a school counselor, an employer, maybe a stranger on the street even, or a friend. Someone saw something that planted a seed of truth into you, and all truth is God's truth. A divine seed from God about your worth and your value, about your gifts and your strengths. And here you are with me in this moment, listening and considering what your personal definition of success really is. Apart from anything you've seen or heard or previously believed or watched or streamed, because God is God and he's the definer of truth and reality. When he dreamed you up and formed you in the womb, he sent you out as his message of hope and love into this world. He knew exactly what he had in mind when he created you and it was very good. It was good. Success in the eyes of God is very different from success in the eyes of many people in the world. I mean, come on, money, power, prestige, beauty. I mean, I woke up like this. Come on now. (laughs) Success in God's eyes based on what I see in the scripture and in the lives of people who walk out this journey in faith because they know who they are and they know whose they are. Success in God's eyes is faith. He's never looking for perfection. He knows what you and I are capable of, and perfection is not on that list. Take it from me. I am a recovered perfectionist. God is not looking for perfection. God is looking for faith. Regardless of what your family of origin story is, your actual father of origin, God Almighty, he sees you. He cherishes you for who you are, not for what you accomplish. He came himself to show you exactly how much he loves and values you. You are cherished by our star-breathing God, as my friend Susie says. You are precious in his sight. And like Joseph, should you dare to believe this, that God picked you to be a part of his good work in this great universe, others won't help but notice that God is with you. And you'll become a blessing to everyone around you as you choose to recognize God's perspective, even a blessing to yourself. You'll be living out of the overflow of that loving self-care. And even if you're physically in bondage like Joseph was, God sees your faith and calls you, his child, a success because your faith shines his light into even the darkest of situations. So I pray that you will please, please don't give up. If this is a hard day for you today, I totally get that. That's okay. We've all been there. Even if you choose to just get the rest that you need for your mind, soul, and spirit, if you just choose to turn off all the screens and just get some rest, and you do that with a thankful heart, truly thankful that God is indeed with you and for you, I can tell you with full confidence that God is proud of you and he will sing over you as you sleep. If it's a great day and you are humming along (laughs) toward accomplishing every objective, God is right there with you. He's humming along and equipping you with the strength that you need to carry out your next steps. He cares about every single aspect of your life and living and loving by faith. That is God's definition of success. And embracing his perspective brings real life to your life. And with all of this in mind, I do hope and pray that you will join me today. A good prayer prompt, journal prompt is asking God, get with God about what is your definition of success and why. 
And would you be brave enough to consider adopting God's perspective? I am so thankful you chose to listen today. Please be sure to stop by my website. It's juniefelix.com. Check out the show notes because I've put a link for the Daystart Ministry of Harvest Church Plainfield. You're invited every weekday morning for spiritual nourishment, encouragement, and fellowship. And you'll also receive a free download of one of my event bestsellers. It's called The Gift of Sorrow. And you'll also receive updates on my project called You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to faith.